So in today's video, we are going to be comparing the Godox AD600 Pro versus the original Godox AD600 and whether you should upgrade or if you don't already own one, which brand or which version you should go with. So let's get to it. And we're live, awesome. Hey guys, how's it going? How's it going? Vince Revolution here, inspiring you to be the best shooter you can be. All right, so first things first, I want this to be a review on how I feel about this flash. We've recently upgraded to the 8600 Pro and we've been using it for professional work, uh, outdoors mainly. And I wanna share with you guys how I feel about this for professional work in comparison to the original Godox AD. 600 or I think there's a Witstro version of it or a newer version of it or something like that and I want to say first of all that this is going to be a review not a scientific one so this is going to be based on user experience this is going to be based on my experience in the field actually taking this out to professional shoots shooting clients with it in all kinds of different conditions versus the 8600. If you want to see videos comparing their flash output or their exact recycle time, this is not going to be the video for that. So please spare the comments on how I didn't use a light meter or anything like that. I'm not going to be using a light meter. I do not generally use light meters when I'm out in the field. I don't know how many event photographers go and use light meters. Uh, there's not many that do. So. If you're looking for that kind of controlled test, this isn't it. This is a test based on my experience taking this bad boy out to the field and using it in the real world, not just behind a door and flashing it against a white wall. Not that there's anything wrong with that. However, I want to make it clear right off the bat that this is not what that's about. So now that expectations are clear, Let's just go over the basic specs of this versus the original one, just in case you're not really sure, or maybe you haven't owned one and you're looking to buy one. Should you go with the original that is much cheaper or should you go with the Pro? This is not a sponsored video. Nobody paid me to make this video. I bought this on my own. That is not a flex. That is just saying, hey, this is unbiased. This is my personal experience out in the field again for the hundredth time. So they're both at 600 watt seconds power and they both have nine stops of power. Uh, they both have a similar guide number. However, others have found um, that the original AD600 actually has a little bit more power output, uh, but their guide number is at 87 meters at ISO 100. That's at full flash it goes from one one thousandth of a second high speed sync to you know one two hundredths of a second uh, the recycle time is where this is all both both of these are those numbers where it really differs is the recycle time and i gotta tell you from the 8600 pro having a recycle time of 0 0.01 to 0.9 seconds versus the recycle time of the original 8600, which has a recycle time of 0 0.01 to 2.5 seconds. Now, some people might think, and, and I'm one of those people who thought that, well, 0.9 to 2.5 is not that big of a difference. But when you factor in the actual time it takes to recycle at full power, 
one second versus 2.5 seconds, you're talking about 150% difference. And I didn't think, I held off on buying this flash for a long time. And I, I, I really didn't think that I was gonna buy this flash because I thought, well, it's got the same power output. So why would I get another flash that has the same power output to increase my recycle time by a second? And well, what I found from my experience is that 1.5 seconds faster to recycle, you're able to get expressions and shots in that little sliver of time that are just beautiful. It makes a world of a difference from the expression of a model's face to not having those micro muscles fire off in that split second, in that 0.5 of a second, in that five milliseconds makes a world of a difference. So I found that to be a huge difference, even though, you know, generally 2.5 second recycle time at full power with 600 watt seconds, that's not bad at all. In fact, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty fast. That's awesome. At 600 watt seconds, you could blast daylight to the moon and back and you would be golden. But that extra 1.6 seconds that you have to not wait for it to fully recycle, especially on days when it's really hot. See, the problem isn't that full 1.6 seconds advantage. The problem is when it's 30 degrees outside and it's daylight and the sun is blasting into the strobe, heating up the battery, the fan's already going at full speed, and the LCD's heating up, the tube is heating up, the, the, the light tube is heating up, and all of a sudden, you go from 2.5 seconds recycle time to three seconds recycle time, the 3.5 seconds recycle time, because it's overheating. And I've had problems with that with the original one. With this one, there, you push it, you can push it, uh, it's got a much bigger bulb. However, that recycle time is so much better, even when it's really hot. Like I've had this modeling lamp on since the start of this video. And it's different because it's got so many ventilation holes. I know you can't see it here, but it's got so many ventilation holes here that because of these ventilation holes, I can actually hold this. You see, I can press it against my face I can press it against my head and I do not feel any heat. It is cool to the touch. It is cool to the touch. And I think that's a huge advantage, especially in the real world where you're running into situations where it's an extremely hot day, humid day, sun is blaring, sun is raging. This thing isn't overheating. That's remarkable. I think it's because of the fans as well. The fans are directly heating now the bulb, which in, in the original one wasn't the case. So that recycle time is huge. Uh, color temperature, the original one had a color temperature of 5,600 Kelvin plus or minus 200 Kelvin. And for the newer 8600, it has a color temperature of 4,800 Kelvin. What that means is when you're editing your photos, you can batch edit groups of photos because you're not constantly having to change your, your Kelvin. So you're not, you don't have to change your Kelvin, you don't have to change your hue because it's constant, right? And that's a big deal because that saves you a lot of time. So, so that was huge as well, just being able to set this to, okay, continuously shoot 
accurately at the exact same Kelvin saves so much time, especially in the editing process, because now you're getting consistent results over, you know, a wide range of photos, which is amazing. And I didn't think this was going to be a big deal either because I thought, well, plus or minus 200 Kelvin, that's pretty close. But to have it exact every single time is beautiful. You know, I don't, I don't even know how they do that, <laughs> but um, there's some kind of um, control over the, the light output and usually you know more expensive flashes like the like the pro photos are able to do that but cheaper flashes just you know there's just so much more R&D that you have to put into it so much more technology that you have to put into it just being able to accomplish that being able to go through the quality control process to be like yes every single shot is gonna be at 4800 Kelvin is is huge uh, wattage wise also for this modeling lamp um, this modeling lamp now goes to 38 watts, which is remarkable. And I'll show you what 38 watts looks like. It, it's, that's what it looks like. Oh, goodness gracious, should've worn my sunglasses or something like that. But the 38 watts is, is, is absolutely mind blowing. To be able to have that output on this light is just, it's golden, it's, it's incredible. Uh, versus the 10 watt output of the original one, that's a big difference. That's 10 watts to nearly 40 watts. There's a lot more you can do that with that. Again, especially when you're shooting at nighttime and you want to turn on the modeling lamp just so you can get better focus assist and just better visuals overall. And to be able to fire it and not have your modeling lamp heat up and slow down or shut down even your equipment is such a luxury and again it is a luxury because you can live without it and i think I, even i could live without it but i'd rather not you know what i mean especially now that i've experienced it they both have the same sync types it's radio signals um, they both have the same amount of channels uh, 32 channels available five groups available um, the wireless range now though on this is 100 meters right 100 meters that's 328 feet the wireless range on the original one is 262 meters, uh, 262 feet, which is 80 meters. So you have another advantage there. You have a 20 meter advantage there. And some people might think, well, that's not a big deal, 20 meters. But when you're shooting at, let's say, events or you want to do something special, like take a wide angle telephoto shot, which is beautiful and, and that might actually contradict that but what I mean is shooting at let's say 200 millimeters 300 millimeters but your composition is a wide angle to be able to go back that far and still be able to control this and still be able to fire this at 100 meters is incredible that's that's an incredible distance to be able to control this thing um, what else well, let's talk the battery the maximum output voltage of the original one was 11.1 and the maximum voltage output of this one is 28.8. What I found fascinating was the battery capacity of the original one was 8,700 milliamps. And on the new one, it's 2,600 milliamps, which is similar to the 8200. So I thought, how can have a battery pack that's the size of the 8200s? And the original one have a battery pack that's nearly three, four times larger in capacity. So the only thing that I can think about is just efficiency. And you're getting less, you know, one one flashes per charge uh, with this newer one. The, the newer one, the Pro, 8600 Pro, you can only get 
360 full power flashes as opposed to the, the old one which you could get 500 uh, flashes and this did make a difference as well not gonna lie this is probably the only con that I have and it's that and some people might think well 360 full power flashes that's insane well when you do this you know for a full day uh, you know that can that'll go right you're taking lots of shots and you might not be taking all of them at one one you might be taking out one four one two one eight but it adds up over time and i did notice that you know with the original one i i could have it go all day i would still have like two bars left but with this one i can take it all day and i'm very conscious of how much power i'm using because by the end of the night it's either dead or it's got one bar left that's the only con that i can think of being out in the field with this is that the battery pack isn't as large, the capacity isn't as large, the, the full flashes per charge isn't as much, and because of that, I find myself close to running out of battery often. I think that's one thing that you have to consider if you're gonna be getting this one, the newer one, is that you probably wanna buy another battery pack just in case and have that charged just in case. And that's a little bit of an inconvenience, but for all the benefits of it, I think it's, it's a good trade-off. What else? Oh, weight. So the weight is different as well because I, I would think, okay, well, it's the newer version. It's got a smaller battery pack, so it must weigh less, but it doesn't. It actually weighs more, almost a full pound more. So it's 6.6 .6 pounds, which is three kilograms. That's including the battery. And the original one was 5.86 pounds, which is 2.66 kilograms, including the battery. I'm gonna give you kind of my verdict on this. I love this. I, I I think that, you know, upgrading to this, especially with this interface, so I didn't talk about this interface, was amazing. Um, you can see here that the A is much more prominent now as opposed to before. Uh, you couldn't really see that uh, before. And you'd have to, you know, look. Um, the modeling lamp also is much more powerful now. Just like that, that that's a big difference. Um, to be able to go to full power like this uh, really, was remarkable. Um, I, I didn't notice anything really different with anything else other than that. The modeling lamp was amazing. The color temperature was amazing. And I had less battery. The, oh, another thing is, uh, see this thing right here? So right here where you attach your light stands, this handle right here on the original one would always scrape up against the body. And that wasn't such a big deal, but this one, has a full range of motion now and it, you don't need to click it into place uh, you can you can have a much more accurate angle with this as well I, I love this as well this grip here I didn't think this would make a world of a difference but to be able to hold on to this and to be able to hold the flash this way makes a huge difference because when you're carrying this around well it's seven pounds of weight that you're carrying around for a shoot plus whatever modifier you're gonna put on it uh, it adds up over time and to have this handle here just makes it much more ergonomically accessible uh, to be able to you know transfer it from location to location so I enjoyed that feature as well uh, other than those things that I mentioned really I, I would get it if, if I if if I were to choose right now between a flash is it worth the extra few hundred dollars to get this you know in in Canadian dollars it's a lot more than a few hundred dollars it could be an extra five hundred dollars but in US dollars, it's an extra, it's an extra $350, right? And um, 
I would, I would personally. However, if you don't want to spend that extra money, the original AD600 is amazing as well. We've taken a lot of beautiful photos with that camera also, and it's come a long way. It's come a long way to be able to take 600 watt seconds of power and walk around with it, right? It's, it's pretty remarkable what we can do uh, nowadays. We're very spoiled as photographers for what we can do now, these things out in the field. It's, we're very, 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 very spoiled. So there you have it. These are my thoughts on that. If you have experience with both of these or if you have any other questions, please let me know in the comments below. Uh, another thing is they both have high-speed sync, which is absolutely necessary for uh, powerhouse strokes like this. Um, they're amazing. They're both amazing, but the 8600 Pro definitely takes home the gold, definitely the champion, but again, uh, can't go wrong with the original one. With that said, as always, these are my thoughts on that, but don't follow the herd, follow your heart. Be positive and stay positive, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye for now.